Wow, thank you so much for being so patient. I love you. It's been a long time. It has. I'm so sorry. uh, Yeah, here we go. Daddy made you some content again. Thank you, Daddy. No, did you watch that Bill Bill Burnham? Did you watch that Bill Burnham special yet? It was so good. Yeah. As a creator, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, uh, what's even the point after Bill Burnham? Bo Burnham made that amazing thing. It's just like, what is even the point? Locked in his house. What, what did he order a bunch of cables on Amazon and lights and shit? Yeah. Learned how to use them. Produced it all. Made it like mind boggler. It's incredible. And some of like the musical pieces are incredible. Like beautiful music. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah, like that song, Daddy Made You Some Content, that has been on my summer playlist. This, <laughs> yeah, and White Girl Instagram and all that. It's like, these are joke songs. But it, what I love so much about it is that it's just him. Like, there's no production team. There's no creative writers bouncing ideas off of each other. This is all from his brain and just spilt out. Is there? I think it's just him, but I was just going to say, that's great. I think it would have been better if he had a team. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I think think it's so cool to see what exactly the brain can do. That You know, one brain. That's why it's special. Yes, you're right. That's why I just, there were lulls in it in in that that special where I'm like, see, if he had other people punching ideas up and, you know, it would have been objectively better, I think. But that's not the point. And the point of it is that he did it by himself, and that's why it's as impressive as it is, and that, like, raises your impressed level in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the level, the standard is now a lot higher, I feel, too. Um, But, okay, I know a lot of people were complaining about the sort of dips and how it wasn't funny all the time, Mm -hmm. and there was, like, some really serious moments that everyone was like, oh, boring. I was like, this is how people were actually feeling throughout the pandemic, though. Mm -hmm. I thought it mimicked, like everything that was going on in at least my world in the last year so perfectly and like yeah there were some really dark moments that weren't funny at all yeah but a lot of it like you kind of had to use humor in a way to cope with what was happening and i thought that i thought he did it perfectly you're right i mean it is it's a genius piece of art that'll really you know we we were like waiting and waiting we're waiting for like Real musicians. It's a dumb thing to say, but like, you know, actual musical artists to come out with like their grandiose record, you know, that Mm -hmm. was like written in pandemic time. And look, we've talked to a half a dozen or more artists, even on this radio station with new music on on our own radio station that are like, oh, this song was written in pandemic. And it's just kind of like. Now it's tired. I guess guess it sounds like pandemic. I guess it's about missing your girlfriend. I guess it's about not being able to travel anywhere, but it just sounds like everything else. Nothing has really reflected the, as you said, like the pandemic experience as much as this joke album. Mm. And that's, again, like that is a genius thing. And, And the fact that he was brave enough to, you know, talk so openly about how mentally exhausting it was and how difficult it was for his health. I, yeah, I think that's really brave and cool. And again, it's why that, that special is so good. I just picture him after working on this thing for a year and yeah. then finally it being release day. And you've just been stuck in your room for a year working on this thing. And you're like, now the public <laughs> gets this and they can say whatever the fudge they want about it. Yeah. Like that is a really scary thought. And I'm sure that was really hard for him. And for all musicians with albums and things, it's so weird how you just press a button and it's released 
to everyone and it's something you work so hard on forever, like your entire life working on that, even just the craft of music itself. So yeah, especially something that's so yeah touching to his you know feelings over the last year mm-hmm. and some really dark areas yeah i was super impressed i i am glad that it, the feedback has been as universally praising as it has been and so him. are you <laughs> a white imagine. woman on instagram do you do you line up with those might, what is it a picture of a balloon some coffee pumpkins yeah, pumpkins um a little bit you are pretty in tune though right with that, I th- I think I am. You go through my Instagram. Go we, through it. Yeah, we went through our Instagrams recently, and we looked at. And yours is like, yeah, it's pretty white girl Instagram. You benefit from. You have a friend who likes taking pictures of you. Yeah. Right, and and your your partner as well. So it's not like either your partner or you are in the picture. You're, this friend of yours takes pictures of both of you, and then you just have wonderful, wonderful pictures. Yeah, it's not... I guess when I take photos, I'm not thinking, oh, this is for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Can you get this photo of me? It's more like, oh, we hang, hung out, and this person took a photo, mm-hmm. is the vibe. Yes. But no pumpkins, though. No, no pumpkins. Uh, I think I need to up that. I know. I'm going to make sure I go to a pumpkin patch this fall, for sure. Yeah. Um, how has your summer been? Other than this, watching this one Bo Burnham special, mm. how has your summer been so far? I've been very much like Bo Burnham, just locked in one of these dungeons at work yeah. for the past uh, four months, uh, and I'm finally finished today. So Huge. Congratulations. Uh, I'm so, like, this relief that I'm feeling is unreal, so mm-hmm. I'm going to take a little mental health day, get back together, and clean my house for once in the last four months. Mm-hmm. And then next week, get back into podcasts and do a weekly podcast again. I'm so excited and like work on things that I want to work on and have a work-life balance and see friends again. So That's great. Yeah. How about you? You've been doing little weekend trips and stuff. Yeah, I've been doing lots of weekend little trips and, and going places and uh, I'm sorry that I won't be here for more podcasts for the next bunch of weeks because oh, right. I'm going away for two and a half <laughs> weeks. <laughs> and I'm going on a cross-country trip. It's pretty much the only trip you can do right now is as far as ways you can go is to go across the country because that's what's open to go to the states i I heard this morning you know as we're recording this the prime minister talking about like oh we're gonna open the Mm. the the border up between the states and you know probably in august or something mid-august you know it'll be a gradual reopening and i'm just kind of like that's fine i don't need to go to the states quite yet um, I hear they're not doing so hot again. Yeah. With, you know, they, they got tons of vaccine all of a sudden, and then now no one is taking it again. And so now they got lots of uh, COVID cases is what I'm hearing. And you have to wear a mask in California again. Sucks. But uh, with us, I get my second shot tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Congrats. I'm Thank so excited you. for you. And then that's it. Pandemic will be over for me. <laughs> Good night now forever <laughs> I, is how I feel. Yeah. And I'm going on this road trip uh, to go hug my grandparents. That's really the whole point of it. It's going to cost me a fortune, put a ton of miles on my new car, and it is all to just hug two old people who that's okay. won't be able to hear me. Well, I'm glad you're doing that because that's what's really <laughs> important, you know? Yes. Like over the year, I think when people have like you know lost people and stuff too this yeah. year it's been really hard and you're like i wish i could have just gone and seen them i wish i just broke all the rules and did that you know yeah i know people and i was talking with them and and i felt very lucky that my grandparents were in a a region in ontario which was relatively you know not hard hit by the covid virus 
and they were comfortable enough, although it was stressful, I know, on them to be locked away, you know, just to, to really hunker down and quarantine themselves away from it all. But, like, I know people whose grandparents died of COVID. I'm just like, <gasps> shit, that fucking sucks. Yeah. You hear these numbers on the news every day, and you're like, oh, that was somebody I know's grandmother or grandfather. Oh, fuck you, COVID. Fucking virus. Yeah. That sucks. It's so different. It's like... And, and we should have been doing this all along. This is what empathy is, duh. Mm-hmm. But when you hear those numbers and you hear there is a, a death, however many deaths in our province or across the country or wherever, it's like human being. It's a human being. It's a person you know. Yeah, and it's amazing how even if someone shares a personal story on Facebook, oh, I don't want to get it negative, actually. <sighs> okay, well, like you, you, I would see people share their personal stories and people would still be relentless and not have any empathy towards yeah. the people who lost lives and still call it just a flu or just a whatever and that it was their fault. And it's just like, it's so hard to see that. So I'm I'm so relieved that we're seeing some relief right now yeah. and that the deaths are down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah what yeah. has it been? Like six days at least without any deaths? In British Columbia, yeah. The death number is at zero or close to zero and that's what you want. You know, yeah. that's like, I'm, I've kind of, I've had this weird feeling since I got my first vaccine shot. I'm just like, oh, I probably have COVID right now and I don't even know it. Mm-hmm. I probably have COVID coursing through my lungs. Oh, I got a little tickle. I got a sniffle nose. That's COVID. <laughs> you know, like when, in first pandemic, it's like every little tickle or scratchy oh, throat. Yeah. You were like, oh God, is this it? It's happening. I'm having that again. But now I'm being like, oh, but guess what? I have vaccine and that's exactly what vaccine is for. Yeah. So you go back into the world, you get COVID and then the vaccine <laughs> squishes oh, it down in your down. body. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's what that is. So that's the kind of weird mindset I think that I'm in now that we have to get used to. You're like, my body is so strong now. Look at me <laughs> fighting this. Get in here, virus. Come Look, on, I buddy. I fucking dare you. I have... A, I have Mononucleic ribonucleic acid. Wait, wait, I don't it? know what, what the fuck. Stand for? Mono ribonucleic acid. Right. That sounded impressive. Yeah, that's where the that's where the immunity lives, and I'm coursing with it. So come at me, you oh dumb my God, virus, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, congrats on the vax. Thank you, and thank you for listening and hanging in there as we put out very little content for you, <laughs> us daddies. This is a good pod, though, I gotta say. Is it? We have some fun this Thank week. you for editing it. You're, You're so nice. welcome. And I hope you enjoy it. All the billionaires want to go to space. Richard Branson went first. Now he wants everyone to go listen. Just imagine a world where people of all ages, all backgrounds, from anywhere, of any gender, of any ethnicity, have equal access to space. Wow. Yeah, that's what I've been dreaming of. Ah, oh, rent is due. Oh, who's that? Virgin Galactic, you're going to space. Um, I don't think it's actually a good time. I'm just trying to collect rent so I can pay it tomorrow. And... Let's go. Spent rockets waiting. Um, would you happen to know a plumber? Because my water is not working. I don't really... What? Water got turned off? My... Can't afford to pay your water bill? Landlord's not paying for it, so I don't... Let's go. To... Going to space. I, I just don't think it's a good time. I'm like, I, I've got other things that I need to do. Come with us. We're making your dreams come true. And a guided tour of Spaceport America given by yours truly. Listen to this. I feel so good to reunite it, buddy. How long has it been? A couple of weeks? I missed you, friend.
Miss you too. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been. I'm Paul. I'm Jenny. Nice to meet you, Paul. It's good. It's great to meet you. This is where we live usually together in the afternoon zone, and yeah. it's great to be back. We've been on vacation covering. Yeah, everyone's been on vacation. It's so nice out. Now we had a very similar experience. We went to the Skywalk, the Malahad Skywalk, that is set to open real soon. It was really great. Let's get this out of the way. I know you're jealous of me. You went on Saturday. Yeah. The slide wasn't open. Not yet, no. I went this morning. Yeah. I got to go down the slide. Yeah, I saw that. I think I'm one of the first civilians to ever have gone down the slide of the Mount Skywalk. Okay, bragger. Yeah. How's um, bragging camp going? For me, very okay. well. So from what I noticed, the slide looked way more steep than I thought, which I was really excited about because yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a meandering slide all the way down. Me too. I thought that it was going to be like you hear about, like, oh yeah, the last little bit is the slide. You get to go down the slide the last, I thought it was going to be like 10, 20 feet yeah. maybe. This thing goes up like two thirds of the way of this thing. It's a 14 second slide. Oh my gosh. That's actually a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I'm, I am jealous that you went down that. Um, there's also the adventure net. Did you get to do that? Yeah, I got to, but I was afraid of it. What? You didn't, get to, you didn't you get to go on the... didn't take up that opportunity to yeah. go on it? So there's a net. At the very <sighs> top of the thing, there's a net that goes over the middle so you can walk and look straight down on, like, bouncy netting and look straight down from the very top of the skywalk down to the ground. Yeah, we weren't allowed on that yet. <laughs> and Susan is in the studio with us right now. We went together, and we're both so mad yeah. that we didn't get to go experience it. But we're going to go back and... Uh, on opening day or whenever it's open, which is July 15th. Let me say this about the Malahat Skywalk. I thought it was going to be like right off the side of the highway. You just get out of your car, climb up the thing, look at the view, take an Instagram, get lost. It's really a beautiful experience. To get there, you walk on this beautiful boardwalk that's like pretty tall itself through the treetops. That alone I thought was very stunning and beautiful. That was impressive. Like the engineering for that was impressive. That's a better engineering feat almost to like sneak through the trees without having to bother any of them. Mm -hmm. That's almost better than the tower itself. But then once you get there, yeah, it was a really fun experience. The view Looking down on eagles that were yes. flying below. How yes. often do you get that perspective, right? That often, and it's yeah. accessible for everyone. So you can go to the zone.fm. We have more information about the Malahat Skywalk. Again, it opens July 15th. And check our Instagram story because there's a bunch of me horsing around on it. I'm pretty jealous, actually. We both had full, rich weekends, but you got to go to the museum and checked out the orca exhibit. Yes, I had a friend in town, and I had a, I couldn't believe how long it had been since I've gone to the museum. But yeah, yeah. they had this amazing orca exhibit right now, and um, I learned a lot. I really liked this exhibit because there was a lot of reading. Like It's like you go in there, and you get your money's worth of knowledge, you know? Um, there were some really cool things, like mm. these big 3D orcas, like 3D prints orcas that were oh. life-size so you oh, could whoa. like be right next to the actual size of an orca and they you had, touch it and put your hand in his mouth i don't i didn't touch i was afraid to touch i don't oh. know if we were allowed to do that oh, okay but i should have done that yeah. i should have given it a ride yeah yeah popped on the back of it oh my god because well it was probably printed it probably wasn't the same texture that a real orca no. would be but yeah oh, i want to touch yeah it was pretty cool now there was one thing that surprised me the most i don't want to do too many spoilers because i think you should yeah. go see it yes um but the one thing that surprised me the most was that you know when you watch those videos of orcas and they like launch seals right into the air with the back of their tail. Yeah, of course. And they go like 50 feet into the air and just fly them away. Yeah, I assume that's what, to like disorient or possibly kill the seal so then they can eat it? That's what I always thought too. Maybe like break its back and then eat it? Yeah. Okay, this is pretty gruesome. So, heads up. <laughs> okay. It 
makes it easier to peel the seals. <laughs> what? Yeah. Man, why do they have to peel it? Because they don't eat the skin oh of my the God. seal. What? Yeah. Isn't that so wild? So they treat a seal like it's a piece of fruit? Yeah, and they peel it back. Uh... Yeah. What? Yeah, that was the most surprising fact what? I learned from there. Is I had it just no too chewy they, or what? I don't know why they don't eat the 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 skin. But yeah, and or I thought like maybe they were playing around because they're very playful creatures sure, yes. as well. Yes. But no, they just want to get the convenience, you know, of getting rid of the skin. Okay, so there you go, everybody. <laughs> if you have a banana, say that you yes. want to make it easier to peel, just whip it up in the air first, like an orca. <laughs> Hey, big congratulations to a Caesar and a restaurant right here on Vancouver Island <gasps> up in Couch in there. It has uh, been named one of the top 10 Caesars in all of Canada, and oh. it's in the running. It could win this whole competition. It could go all the way and be number one, first number one Caesar in all oh, of the country. Oh, my gosh. That's huge. This is in Couch and Bay, Cow Cafe, West Coast Grills, Coast to Coast Caesar. Now, what really stands out about this is they just piled seafood on top of it, like right. good-looking seafood. There's some scallops. Ugh. There's a full lobster tail. <laughs> Salmon, there's like a nice lemon on top. It's a meal on top of a Caesar. Of course. But does a Caesar taste good? You know, because that can be a distraction mechanism. You think it's all beautiful and it tastes so good, but then the Caesar's like, meh. It's fine. And so, yeah, I imagine that if it's going to be top 10, possibly number one in the whole entire country, it's got to be a decent Caesar underneath that, too. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. So you can go now. It's like the whole contest, of course, is sponsored by Mott's because they make the Clamato mix, right? Mm-hmm. So you can go online and vote for the Caesar. Now, here's a real thing, Jen. Yeah. I remember this is years ago now. I was actually a judge of a local Caesar contest. Oh. It was so much fun. Drinking Caesars out in a patio. Yeah, it's a dream. Um, you know, j- judging on the best one. The best one I had, actually, it was a really cool local bartender in town. It was like the deconstructed Caesar. So, like, <laughs> rather than a bunch of crazy crap sticking out the top of it, it was three shots. Oh. So you dr- shoot the Caesar. And then you sniffed the next one. Oh. That, like, gave you all the, like, uh, garnish sensory explosion in your nose because oh. your no- your scent is like your most powerful scent right yeah, sense yeah. and then you and then you did a shot of tequila now listen that sounds crazy mm-hmm. but that that Caesar won the contest because it legitimately was the most delicious one as well as being the most interesting now here's the thing yeah so for years okay we've been patting each other on the back good Caesar good Caesar hey you're a great Caesar hey number one in the country hey 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 yeah Enough. Oh. Well, borders are about to open up. Oh, I see. I'm going to travel. I like going to big American cities or even small ones, partying, having a fun time, waking up, and then what am I left with? Bloody Mary. It's a bloody disgrace is what it is. That is what it is. Okay. Being left alone like that without a Caesar when you're that hungover? So this is what we need to do is start, like, stop patting each other. Stop. Mm-hmm. Okay, with the uh, congratulations Canada on a great thing. We need to sp- start spreading the word about this national drink. The the Bloody Mary's not good enough and the no. real difference is, I've already started to think about how we market this, okay? The difference between a Bloody Mary and a, and a Caesar? It's the clams. They, clamato. They make it with tomato juice. Mm-hmm. A Caesar has clamato juice. So here's going to be the slogan as we take this oh. across the United States. <laughs> it's the clam that makes it slam. Again? You're killing it. We gotta tell these Americans about the Caesar. It's better. 
Hey, a uh, couple of uh, pet talk today. Everyone loves her pets. Number one, my kitten is named Yeti, and uh, her full name is Yeti Spaghetti. And there's a TikTok account that you found with a similar named pet? Oh, no, the exact same name. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised. Snack Queen 666 on TikTok yeah. has a dog named Yeti Spaghetti. What does it look like? It's a pit bull or pit bull cross or something, and they're on TikTok because they uh, live in their Toyota Corolla and drive across the nation. Wow. And they, like, live in their car. Wow. It's really cool. Maybe a soulmate for me. Toyota yeah. team. Same named pet. Okay, well, come on up. Yeti spaghetti. There let's go. meet. Okay. Second pet thing is when you have a goldfish, don't just flush it down the toilet or into a freshwater lake because we're getting reports right now that goldfish that people have just dumped into lakes. They oh. Number one, they are an invasive species. Oh. They can live up to be 25 years old, wow. as old as me. They weigh as much as four pounds and can be over a foot long. Can you this imagine? Is, this is huge. This, there's a photo of it. It's like massive. You know, like when you go on Tinder and you see everyone holding the fish? Yes. You're like, you would be impressed by the size of that fish. You'd be like, wow, great catch. Hauling out a goldfish. <laughs> yeah. It's the size of a football. Oh, yeah. Never dump your pet anywhere. I mean, we've had that problem here on Vancouver Island, too, with those little lizards. Oh, every time I see a lizard now, I'm just like, ah, that's like the lizard that's famous. <laughs> I'm a zoo. Yeah. yeah, pretty wild. So, anywho, just everyone be real cap- careful out there. I know it's lake season, but uh, be careful of giant, massive goldfish. <laughs> They'll nibble you. One of the huge underwater cables that delivers power to Vancouver Island was damaged during the heat wave. Here now, reporting live from under the ocean, is Paul Plastino. That's right. Thanks, Jenny. I'm here in a submarine under the ocean where I am waiting for the cable guy to come and repair this massive cable. He said he'll be here anywhere between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Ha-ha! Did you rent a submarine just so you could make a cable guy joke? Well, isn't it very frustrating when you gotta wait all day and you can't watch TV? Thanks, Paul. Now listen, here's a story that... We're gonna do a joke about it now in the year 2022, but we've gotta get our act together here. We gotta get our ass together. Right. I'm so sorry. Great, then we got one more year to figure it out. (laughs) But listen to this story that's going viral today. NASA is warning... That a wobble in the moon's orbit is set to see the world facing significantly more natural disasters. An onslaught of coastal flooding starting in the mid-2030s. Well, that's okay. I mean, sad and scary for some people, but it's a good thing we don't live on a coastal town. (laughs) What? Okay, you told me about this, and I was like, this is too much. I can't handle this. I don't think the public can handle this right now. This is a lot. I know, but guess what? You told me climate change is a lot. Right? 10 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe we could have done a little bit more about it. Okay, I think there's still time with climate change. Well, I'm being very hopeful right now, but there are steps that we can take, you know, to limit the effects. What about this moon wobble, though? What can we do? Do we just we just leave it up to NASA and they'll figure it out for us? That's what I'm hoping. They have nine years to do so, so 
Let's uh, get that going. I would seriously hope so. Do you know when like you go to a restaurant and a table, the table's all wobbly, <laughs> yeah. and you take one of the coasters or some <laughs> yeah. napkins and you ram it under one of the legs and it helps? There's got to be like a moon equivalent thing that NASA can do. Yeah, NASA is like the very, very nice server who's helping the patrons out, you know? <laughs> Here's what to do, NASA. Gather up that big garbage island in the Pacific Ocean, right? Mm. All those plastic oh and nurdles, and then squunch it all together <laughs> and then rocket it at the moon. Pop it in the orbit. Somehow that'll fix the wobble, I'm thinking. Okay? Yeah. And really, that's two birds with one stone. Or one, that's feeding two birds with one scone. They're both uh, that's the stoned at once. <laughs> getting two birds stoned at once. Yeah. <laughs> there was a very exciting sound in the inner harbor lately. The sound of the coho horn. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, people were like, wait, the coho's moving? What? Does that mean the borders open up? What's happening? Oh my gosh, let's get over to Port Angeles quick. Is it? Uh, no, they're just doing some routine drills this morning, but they were, they're going to do that regularly. They're going to constantly do some routine drills, which means that they're gearing up for that border to reopen, which is pretty exciting. Gets me, it, oh, go ahead. Gets you what? It just gets me excited to go over to Port Angeles because I still haven't made a visit there, and there's so many zoners from over there. Same. Yeah. I mean, a couple of things. Number one, you want to be a real sweetheart. Tell the person that you're like crushing on or that you love or whatever mm-hmm. that every time you hear the coho, it'll make them make you think of them. Oh my god, that's very cute. Because wherever <gasps> you are in the city, yeah. right, you often will hear like off in the distance, quirk, right? Yeah. Doesn't didn't work through pandemic, but now it's back going. Use that. Oh my god, you'll feel like such a honey dripper. Wow. Okay. Okay, using that for sure. Number two. Yeah, I want those border restrictions to loosen up. I know they're loose as it is now, but I was actually planning out my... I got vacation time coming up, and I was thinking about ducking into the States. I'm going on a road trip across the country, right? Wow, wow, wow. And I was like, wow, wouldn't it be great to duck into the States? They got way better roads, more rest stops, nicer rest stops, different country. They really do. The difference between, like, it's so funny. It's like Canadian border on this side, boring-ass prairie for days and days. On the other side, it's like glorious grasslands and mountainous. It's true. It's Not true. the same with Niagara Falls, though. That is very true, Jen. Canadian Niagara Falls way better than American mm-hmm. Niagara Falls. You're right. Look, I love Canada, too, but just for driving. <laughs> okay. But it's such a pain in the ass mm. to come back over the border. The restrictions are looser, but they're not yeah. loose enough. For We're not baby. there yet. We're not there yet. But so. it is exciting hearing that horn in the distance. And every time I hear it, it makes me think of you. Not me, though. Not you. <laughs> not no, me. the one who's yeah. listening. You. You. No. <laughs> Paul, what are you doing? Oh, Jen, you know how we're supposed to be conserving water. Yes. Well, I have a really nice little vegetable garden going that I don't want to lose. So I'm going to be watering it with my own spit. Later. Thanks for coming to my dinner party, Jenny. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, uh, this lettuce, it kind of tastes like Frazies and Doritos. And I love it! Yay! This summer, conserve water. Grow with spit. A message from no one. Bloomberg is reporting that uh, Netflix is planning to offer video games as well as making their own TV and and movies. Oh, video games? Yeah. So Hmm. this is an interesting idea where you could like stream a video game. Yeah. And I guess, you know, new TVs now you can buy all kinds of like wireless controllers and stuff Mm -hmm. and be playing vids 
streaming through Netflix that will be rolled into your account. I wonder if that's going to make things cost a little bit more. That is what I am I'm sure is going to happen. And I mean, I've already been playing some games on Netflix. One of them, how long <laughs> I can go with, you know, freeloading off of your Netflix account. That's, that's one game, game I've been playing. And also yeah. um, how many times I can get that are you still watching message while I'm doing a binge. So far, I'm at three. That's my record. Oh, really? Yeah. What are you falling asleep? No, I'm, I'm wide awake, just, just sitting on the hard. couch. Oh yeah, eating <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Um, okay, th- here's a real question I want to know. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be like established video games, good video games that I already know and love? Or are mm. they going to make it their own video games? Because sorry, Netflix, your TV and movie game has been pretty. It started mixed. off strong though. Yeah, it was like, oh wow, Stranger Things. This is really going to revolutionize right. television, and then now it's like. What's the show? Nobody watches nothing. Tiger King. Do you know what right. I mean? It's like that kind of junk. Do you want to hear something else crazy about video games right now? <laughs> okay, what? Webmeister Bud told me there's a watch, a smart watch. Yeah. That has Super Mario on it. And it's really cute. And he like walks on your watch. And if you, you know, do 10 jumping jacks, he gets a mushroom and <gasps> grows up. Right? That's really cute. It's like a Tamagotchi. Guess how much this watch costs? Oh, like 3000 $2,200. Oh, not far off. Yes. I was kidding. No the, way. Right? Remember when you just go to Walmart, you could buy a watch for $10 and Super Mario on it? Why not, not that? anymore. You hear the big news? Cruise ships are going to be sailing around Canadian waters this fall. Um, they're saying November 1st is the date that we'll have some cruise ships back in action. Uh, that is the end of cruise ship season here in Victoria, though, so I don't think we'll be expecting a whole bunch of ships. Also not entirely sure who's going to be allowed to come in through yeah. the borders and everything, but so maybe, we'll see. Maybe because people, cruise ship people will be so excited to be back on cruise ships it'll extend the season I don't know all I know is that it's a a huge boon to our town big tourism big cruise ship city right yeah so if we can get those big giant cruise ships coming in again that's good for people I'm a little like I'm not ready for it yet Mm. Um, I was just thinking it like brought me back to the beginning of the pandemic remember those like COVID cruise ships that were just like stuck in the waters and yes. everyone got COVID and they were just stranded there. Like that was pretty scary for me. There's a documentary. I haven't watched it, but I've seen the trailer that looks like really wild and like a really good snapshot of like early days of pandemic that was oh, like yeah. situated on a cruise ship. Ah, uh, I know. It's wild. It's a horror movie. The one thing that I am curious about is because as soon as I think of buff or I mean cruise ships, I think of buffets and even the closest thing I ever take to a cruise ship is the BC Ferries. Uh, is yeah. Pacific Buffet coming back? Are oh, any buffets coming back? I used to love the salad bar buffet just yeah. over, you know, at the grocery store right near us. Is that ever coming back? What are sneeze guards going to be like super industrial, gigantic and laser infused now? (laughs) Like how how, is the buffet ever coming back to our lives? I think so. Yes, I absolutely think so. Because I'm hopeful and I'm hoping for it to happen because I love buffets so much. I know I love buffets too. Mm -hmm. Today in the afternoon zone, we're doing the don't laugh challenge. I'm going to put water in my mouth and Paul's going to try and make me laugh. If I spit out the water, I lose. Okay, Jen, take a big sip of water. Ready? Okay. The bumblebees are dying out at quite a high rate. Paul, that's not that's not funny. Yeah, well, I, I don't want you to lose the game. No, that, I'm you're supposed you to say things thing. that are funny, Paul. Oh, oh okay. Okay, oh, okay I'll take sorry. another sorry. sip. Try, try again. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Wow, climate change seems like more and more irreversible all the time. 
Paul, that's not funny. No, I know, but I, I don't want you to spit water everywhere. This gear is expensive also. No, I'm supposed to spit out the water. That's the fun fun bit. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Well, it seems fake. But okay, take one more step. Okay. Okay. Boy, things don't seem to be going very well for Britney Spears ending her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. This is all this is all I prepared. I'm so sorry. Is everyone having fun with this? <laughs> it gets more depressing from here. <laughs> Just like that, it's time to play... What did we learn today? The game where you win by remembering. And right now we have Tammy on the line. Hello, Tammy. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I was hearing something about you being on a river today. Yeah, I was tubing down the couch and... Oh my gosh, what a day to do it. Oh, it was fabulous. So, what do you get, the day off today, Tammy, or what's the deal? It's a Tuesday afternoon, you're floating down the couch river, how do you get this deal? Oh, I I told you before, I'm a cushy government worker, so I can take whenever time off I want. Okay, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Whenever you want, hey, that's pretty good. I see you got to stay uh, outside. Well, I'm I'm curious because whenever I go down the river, I am just a mess. Like I don't have the organizational skills, and I'm mm. wondering if you have any tips because I like lose my phone, my shoes are not right. Do you have mm. tips going down the river to make it easier? Well, you want to have a dry bag so your phone stays dry. Yes. Yeah. Have some rope or straps so your uh, sandals don't float away. So you oh, can strap them off. That's smart. Yeah. Just wrap your foot with some rope. <laughs> Okay, Tammy. Well, you know, with that kind of uh, ingenuity and brains power behind you here, I think you're going to do really well in our game. Have you ever played What Do We Learn Today before? Uh, not on with you guys. I was following along yesterday, and I got them all right. So okay. No pressure today, but fingers crossed. So it's a pretty simple game. We've got five questions for you. You'll have 30 seconds to get them all right to win. So if, like you said, you got them all right yesterday, hopefully you'll be all right today. You were floating down the river all afternoon, so I can't imagine you caught much of the afternoon zone. No, we caught you on the way up and uh, on the way down. So we'll see what you got for me. Fingers crossed. Here we go. Guessing goes a long way, too, in this game. So your time starts after this first question, Tammy. Underwater cables carrying what utility to Vancouver Island were damaged during the heat wave? Cable. Hydro. BC Hydro. John Horgan showed interest in what big sporting event coming to Vancouver? Big sporting event coming to Vancouver. Lacrosse. What kind of pet was released into a lake and grew to the size of a football? A snake. (laughs) What did a sawmill (laughs) company in Surrey donate to the town of Lytton? iPad. And what is one place you can get shawarma in Victoria? Oh, uh, Tim Hortons. <laughs> okay. I wow. wish they had a shawarma. Wow. So you got it all. You got every question right yesterday. Evidently, yeah. apparently, according to you, you went oh for five today, Tammy. Oh, it was fun though. What a great journey. guesses. Yeah, let's go through these. Okay, so underwater cables carrying what utility to the island were damaged in the heat wave. You kept saying hydro, BC Hydro. Did, Did you guess? mean electricity because we have hydro-powered electricity in this province? I don't know. I said cables. My husband said uh, hydro, so I was like, I don't know. You know what? I'll give it. I'll A give cable? It carrying hydro, cable? Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> John Horgan showed interest in what big sporting event coming to Vancouver. You said, was it lacrosse? Yeah. That would have been fun, too, but we were talking about FIFA. 
Yeah, World oh, Cup okay. soccer. soccer. What kind of pet? This is where things really took a turn. Oh, yeah. What kind of pet was released into a lake and grew to the size of a football? You said snake. Woo! I'm imagining an adorable, cutie, cuddly, football-shaped snake. <laughs> the answer we were looking for, unfortunately, is goldfish. So close. sunstroke <laughs> now. We don't blame you. What did a sawmill company in Surrey donate to the town of Lytton? Did you say iPads? Yes. Ah, iPads. iPads. Oh, wood and love, lumber. Love wood to have lumber. some iPads, but they my house homes. being rebuilt. <laughs> I was going to say lumber, and I thought, what the hell do they need lumber? Right, building their houses. That would make right. sense. Yeah, yeah, Lost yeah. all their homes, yes. Yeah. And finally, we said name one place to get shawarma in Victoria, and I don't believe they had, I think it like shredded meat of some kind at Tim yeah, Hortons. Yeah, they have like a nice pulled pork sandwich there now. What's that craveable thing they're yeah, always craveable adverti- pulled pork. Yeah, craveable pulled pork. We just put the to it at Tim Hortons, so that's why it was on the brain. Oh, of course. Nice. Yeah, no shawarma there yet, but no. Tim Hortons, get on it! Um, so, unfortunately incorrect, but uh, congratulations anyways, Tammy, even with a score of zero for five, <laughs> because we don't want to do any more work and find a different winner, you're getting the tickets to see Yukon Blonde Friday, October 22nd at Capitol Ballroom. Awesome. Thanks so much. Really making a mockery of this entire game <laughs> at this point. It's like, what's even the point of it? She had a day off today. She already had a good day. Oh, yeah. She deserves it. <laughs> oh, good job, Tammy. That was really oh, fun. Thanks so much. What did we learn today on the Afternoon Zone? And remember, you don't have to listen to the whole show to win, but it helps. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.